Viewer discretion is advised. Your fave will be criticized. That's Jan. That's Chris. Welcome to CCTV, the nonstop pop show. Yeah. Today, we are celebrating the fifth anniversary of FX album, Four Walls. FX was a girl group formed by SM Entertainment, and it was made up of members from South Korea, China, and America. Their group name, F and X, stands for flower and the X chromosome of women. But the X was also a variable with an unknown value. It was their X factor. The group debuted in September 2009 and had massive success with their quirky electropop sound. The group was very experimental and also had an androgynous member, so that also made them really unique. The last release music came in 2016, and the members have since moved on from SM Entertainment and now are focused on their solo activities. Mm. Unfortunately, about a year ago, they did lose um, a former member, Sully, um, and uh, so this episode is semi-dedicated to her and also dedicated to the memory of FX being probably one of the best groups in K-pop. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, how did you get into FX? Yeah, so I went to SM Town's concert in New York um, back in 2011, and that was my first exposure to FX. I didn't, I didn't really know who they were, um, <laughs> but they opened the show and immediately, I think with La Chata, and I was already like, oh, oh yes. this song is good. Yes. And then they did Pinocchio later on. I was sold, and like very quickly they fast became my favorite K-pop girl group, I think. I don't blame you at all. Yeah. <laughs> I don't blame you. How about you? <laughs> um, around 2009, I was watching like a K-pop highlight reel. Mm-hmm. And I saw a group and I thought there was a little boy in the group. And I was like, oh my gosh, there's a boy, it's a co-ed group. So I was really excited about the group and I looked into it and I found out that the boy was actually Amber. So mm-hmm. for a while, she was my favorite until it like changed into Victoria because she was like really flexible and she was really pretty. But, mm-hmm. but then I saw Luna at SM town, like doing like a pop section during a dance. Uh-huh. And I was like, Oh my gosh, this is the one she's been my fave ever since. And um, I actually have only seen them once during KCON in 2013. So okay, very limited engagement with the fans. That's another thing about FX. They never got a concert mm. until what, how many years after they debut, right? So, yeah, yeah, Dang. SM, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so so this album, Four Walls, was their last Korean album release mm-hmm. back in 2015, right. and also their only album without Sully mm-hmm. um, as a four-member girl group. Yeah. So yeah, you ready to go track by track? Yes, let's do it. So track by track, we are going to listen and critique the songs based off the lyrics, the production, the vocals and if the song has a video we're definitely going to talk about that too so the first track on the album is four walls the title track this is a dreamy deep house track and was the lead single from the album yes i love this song this is one of my top played songs on spotify ever i think yeah it always gets up there even through the years it's still on my top played list oh wow iconic (laughs) iconic this song this song is so good like i remember um being really impressed with it and I wanted to know who wrote the song and I looked into mm-hmm. it and Adrian McKinnon actually wrote this song and he's done a lot of work for SM right mm-hmm. but when I first heard the demo for the song I laughed hysterically because it's about the friend zone 
song like these four whoa, whoa got me yes and sung by a man too yes why is it sung by a man chris well, it was originally <laughs> submitted for Shiny and View by Shiny was submitted for FX. Yes. So they eventually switched those two, which is interesting. Very interesting. Can you imagine? Yeah. I would love to hear Shiny do Four Walls. Oh, How my gosh. awesome would yes. that be? Oh, man. Oh, yeah, anyway, okay. this song is perfect. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, it's slick. The production's super ethereal and like the mm-hmm. build is so good. They sound amazing. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Perfect pop song. Honestly, yeah. When I heard, <laughs> when I heard it, I was like, whoa. Cause it was so different for the time. Like, I mean, everyone else was doing like these brighter songs. Everything had action and movement. And like this song was just so subtle, but it, it mm. was powerful in its own way. It's very slinky. Uh, there hasn't been a song like this in years, in my opinion. I mean, I'm not even sure there ever will be something like this that was just Mm-mm. effortless. I mean, Naughty came yes. kind of close for me in the sense of where it came in. It was very chill. You know, like, oh, yeah, this is like, oh, it's the closest thing it's, that's ever, you know, been kind of similar to FX mm-hmm. as a kind of feel. But nothing has ever come out that has been like, wow. Like, no, I don't think any K-pop group would ever take the risk of something this subtle, this chill even. Yes. Mm-hmm. And like, even... The production, every time I listen to the song, yeah, I always hear something a little different in it. Like mm. there's so many different layers of yeah. harmonies and like whispers and yeah. like little effects that yes. kind of come in and out. Mm-hmm. Oh, so good. <laughs> <laughs> that was so good. Yeah. What do you think of the video? Um the video was strange for me. Okay. Like when I first saw it, I I was actually kind of surprised that this video was able to hold my attention without choreography. Mm. Yeah. I actually yeah, I actually loved that they didn't have a dance routine in it. Yeah, yeah. That is so refreshing. When was the last time you saw a girl group, a K-pop girl group video where there was no dance routine? Mm-hmm. Like, that was a risky choice. Yes. Which I think paid off. Um, but the dance routine is very, very good. <laughs> I mean, they yeah. changed it. Can you imagine four walls with mm-hmm. this right here? Yes. It was fine. But then they got mm-hmm. into the actual, like, the, the voguing mm-hmm. of it. I was like, honey, this is where it's at this is where it's at like oh again it was one of those things where it's like no one else is doing this no one else is going to do it and no one has done it since fx mm-hmm. has always been good at choreography but this kyle hanagami piece was one of those like wow this is this is serious like this routine i think could hold up even now with like today's standards it's just it was yes. intricate there's angles it was it's gorgeous super gorgeous the, the performance actually the wardrobe inspired me to add like blouses and like bell bottoms to my oh to my wardrobe yeah <laughs> <laughs> can nice. i just tell you though there is a part of the song that i was like i know it's like really out of like left field but there's a part of the song that i wanted to mention mm. at the end of the bridge crystal goes love it used to uh-huh. it used to kill me it used to kill me but now i actually like it so i love this song so yeah <laughs> yes all right so what's your rating what's your rating give it a 10 because i love it <laughs> me too if i could give it an 11 i would but yeah. yes it's a 10 perfect song the second track on the album is glitter 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 <laughs> it was composed by swedish k-pop writers andreas oberg and maria marcus who are frequent SM collaborators. The song is a mm-hmm. bright, minimalistic track about the brilliance of love. So yeah, what were yes. your thoughts on this track? <laughs> um, 
I like it. Like the, the beginning made me think of video games, ah, like the yeah. verse, yes. the, the backing track ding, ding, under the verses. Yeah, <laughs> very cute. Yeah, um, but I really like the chorus. I think the melody is is really cute. I don't love the end of the chorus when it all just kind of goes glitter. Like it just, it throws me off, I think, from the rest of the song. <laughs> yeah, it, it's almost like, it's like a really weird ending for it, but I kind of like it. I don't I don't know why, but... Because it, it's just like a little weird. Yeah. yeah. The, Which is what they do. Yes, yeah. and the little sparkle. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. So yeah. Right. Yeah. But again... I've noticed throughout this whole album, the vocal production is so good. There's so many harm, like subtle harmonies yeah. and backing vocals yes. through it. Like they really thought that out. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, they did a great job. Yeah. At the end in the bridge, I, I like the, um, the vibe that it has. It gives me a little bit campfire, like sing along, but not in a cheesy way. It's more like, na, 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 na. Mm-hmm. it gets very like head boppy and hand clapping. I like it. It's very cute. Um, Honestly, they're like the mixed voice queens. Like everything about what they did on this song was just like, oh, it's just. Yes. They all sound great. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So what do you rank this one? I give this one an eight. Yeah. I'll actually match you. I don't have any like strong feelings about it, but I don't have any strong negative feelings about it either. So yeah, I like this one. Agreed. So the third track on the album is Deja Vu. This was written by a lot of frequent SM collaborators like Ryan June and Adam Capiche. Capiche. Hopefully I'm saying that right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, this is a very cute and experimental song about the crazy way love makes you feel. Yeah, yeah. the song is just like quintessential FX, I think. For sure. It's it's like, it's cute, but then like kind of strange and like every part is a hook. Yeah. Like from the verses to the chorus to the post-chorus and like, it just sounds like a jumble all put together, but it's like mm-hmm. interesting and, and good at the same very time. Very earwormy yeah. in every section. You're right. I agree. Um, the song is very video game-esque and I love yes. the industrial glitch pop situation. It's, I like mm. it. I do like it. Um, I'm not in love with like the lyrics around Amber's part. They're a little awkward, but I just think mm-hmm. sometimes her raps in general kind of come across as like cheese ball. Sorry, mm-hmm. not sorry. Um, yeah. But there is a part in the chorus that reminds me of Russian roulette. Yeah, oh. there's the, the um, uh, yeah, something about, there's a sound in the chorus that just gave me like, yes, oh yes, my yes. gosh, I, it really just blows my mind. There's another song in this album that actually reminds me of another SM group. But when we get there, I'll mention it then. And um, yeah, yeah. The tagline is lazy to me, honestly. Like the song is good, but the tagline that ooh 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 is like a deja vu. Mm. It's just a little lazy for me. I don't care for it. <laughs> but otherwise, than that, I do like the song. Yeah. Yeah, and again, shout out to the vocal production. I'm probably gonna do this for every song, <laughs> but again, there's some cool stuff going on with their vocals yeah. in this song. Yes. Um, like even and like the chanting and stuff. It's done in a way that still sounds kind of effortless Mm -hmm. it's it's yeah they did a really good job with all of that for this one again it's it's thick without sounding heavy like Mm -hmm. i really do wish more groups would follow this kind of way like you can have so many different layers you can have four different voices five different voices on a track and not make it sound like an accident like someone didn't mix everyone's voice as well this is a prime example of how you can do that effortlessly so how do you Mm -hmm. rank this song I give this one an eight. I give it an 8.5, actually. Yeah, okay. I give it an 
I would have given it a nine, but that uh, 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 I was over it. And Amber's <laughs> rap. Yeah, no, sorry. Not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. Fourth track on the album is X. <laughs> X. This song X. was produced by a lot, a lot of people, but notable um, arrangers and producers, Jam Factory and Ryan June, who have created a lot of, lot of great tracks. This is a funky song about the pure chemistry between two people. <laughs> How did you like this song? <laughs> Um, this song is okay. Um, I think yeah. the production is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like an a, like a, a couple little low synths that kind of run all the way through it, which I think are, are cool. Um, yeah. yeah, the chorus is kind of meh for me. Like it's a, it doesn't really go anywhere. I agree. Oh man, I mean, I love the brass. The dun, 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 the little. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not the exact sound, but right. I love it. This song was '80s funk with the '90s disco. Like it was very interesting to listen to. It was very intriguing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I agree with you that chemical is lazy, boring. <laughs> Snooze. I mean, you're talking about how someone makes you feel. You're feeling this chemical reaction. They're mm-hmm. making uh, our fingers touch. <laughs> that's it that's the only sound that comes out oh my gosh and there's like all these producers and the Mm -hmm. structure doesn't change at all until we get to the bridge like very bare very bare (laughs) yeah but shout out for the bridge because luna sounds great i love her voice in this like she is just such an underrated k-pop vocalist i think people tend to forget about her yeah but she is amazing I know I agree with you, honestly. Like that run at the end of the bridge, oh my god. I'd yeah. give her my lung. I'd give her my lung if she'd sing forever. She is <laughs> she's too good. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But even with all that being said, she wasn't enough to save the song for me. So I gave it a seven. I give it Sorry. a seven too. I mean that's not yeah. the worst. It just was filler album track. For sure. At the halfway point of this album is this amazing track called Rude Love. It is produced by a bunch of people, but the most notable, London Noise, a frequent SM collaborator. This is an EDM dance pop about wanting your lover to be less than a gentleman. Use a cracked gap to sweep you like an earthquake. (laughs) With lyrics like that, (laughs) nasty, just Mm. nasty. (laughs) so what are your thoughts about this track i love this song i absolutely love this song it's so much fun Mm -hmm. you can tell from the beginning it's going to build into something really really fun yes yes the piano yes i'm like oh my gosh where is this it's going somewhere (laughs) like it was (laughs) it was a great piano house track and i think it was one of the like only complimentary tracks to the four wall song that we Mm-hmm. in the beginning i mean this is the only song that really matched that same kind of house vibe mm-hmm. without copying it too much and standing alone as it's an awesome track like i yeah. mean layers of harmonies amazing it's like oh my gosh yeah like, i also perfect. just all yeah. of them sound so good like they their delivery yes. of the verses all of them sound mm-hmm. the tones that they're using are all really nice and warm yes um yes. and they just yes. sit really well in their voices um yeah it's amber sounded great mm. amber like i said no offense to amber but i feel like whoever was vocal producing her when they were with fx mm-hmm. when she was fx excuse me um they just 
they knew where her sweet spots were. She doesn't always sing like that now in her, her English, like her American her tracks. And stuff. it's like, yeah. yeah, and I really wish she would. And oh, But honestly, I just love like the chant of, I'm wanting you, baby. Yes, I'm and then they layer harmonies on top of that. I want you. Yes. Oh my God, brilliant, brilliant record, brilliant record. And London Noise, I mean, if they were the main producer on this track, mm-hmm. that would explain like, view this song like wow wow impressive completely what is your rank on this song obviously it's a 10 out of 10 how about you oh heck yeah it's a rude nasty earthquake 10 for Mm -hmm. me (laughs) yes earthquake (laughs) (laughs) track six on the album is diamond this one was done by taylor parks juicy carvenin and ryan june again um, this is a percussive electro pop song about being one of a kind. Yeah. Yeah. Do you like this one? Yeah, this song was cool. It reminded me a little bit more of like a hard hitting version of Milk um, from their Red Light album. Yes, love that. Um, only because of the prominent percussions, you know. Like I just like the the, the little in mm-hmm. Milk. I, I'm definitely seeing the wrong drum pattern, but <laughs> <laughs> I just like the the little the percussion. It's it's less about chords and synths and more about just listen to this beat. It's hot, you know. Yeah, like this one's mm-hmm. definitely the one of the cooler songs on the track. Yeah. Um, there's something kind of minimal about it, but then if you listen to it, there's all little things going on again, mm-hmm, kind of in mm-hmm. the background. Um, yeah, yeah. I kind of like um, the the contrast between like a lot of falsetto and then kind uh, of talking, like more like yes. talky bits and then like yes. regular uh-huh. chest voice. Like the way that they kind of layered the three together throughout they... the song was done really well. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. Um, like in the beginning, it was kind of like chill. And then when Victoria comes, Victoria's part comes in, it's a little bit more like she's singing, but it's a little bit more stronger. It sounds like... Mm-hmm. Not a rap, but it doesn't sound as like melodic. It's a little bit more like staccato. Mm-hmm. But I will say that for some reason I heard chewing gum. Interesting. Well, it would be the other way around, right? The song would have come first. Mm-hmm, for sure. Mm-hmm. And this is what gets me about. SM and FX, like the whole relationship and the whole, don't even get me started. Like a lot of these groups, no offense to Red Velvet, I really enjoyed them. They're mm-hmm. a little bit more R&B, but a lot of their Red Side tracks are so just like, oh my God, FX could do this. FX would have done this. FX oh, could have done this, you know? Um, you're yeah. not comparing the two. And even with like NCT's like certain tracks, like a lot of the dream tracks, FX mm. <laughs> could have them. Wow. Interesting. But, yeah, I think so. That's just, that's just like a little slight opinion. It doesn't have to be fact, but just when I heard it, I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> they do this on accident or recycled melody on accident. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. They, so they did perform the track a few times on music shows yeah. when they were promoting the album. And so it was good. It was a little more hard hitting. Um, mm-hmm, yes. Which was like less smooth it was it, which was good to see them kind of do something a little different i really like the part where it goes like yeah and everything comes in it's, it's still chill and uh-huh. it's like wow yeah and the oh, harmony yes. during that part is great exactly it's like all have such distinctive voices mm-hmm. you know and it's like 
they sound so good together. Again, you know? production man. For sure, the for sure. The whole album is just amazing. So what do you rate this one? I gave it an eight. It was fun, but it's not exactly one of my faves, honestly. Yeah, I'll give it an 8.5. I think watching them perform it has made me like it more. Ah, yeah. that makes sense. Makes sense. Seventh song on the album is Traveler featuring Zico. The track was actually produced by Zico as well and mm. by the Stereotypes, who also did Danny Kane's Damage. So it's nice to see their names on here. Yeah. Um, it's a sweet, free-spirited song about running away with a lover. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I will say this. This was like that docking station performance with the giant backpacks uh-huh. and like that cube headed guy flashing the girls. Like Yes. It was weird. It was a part of that medley. I was not a was fan just... of that. The cube man. That was just that as an as a part of the tour was just bizarre. But I think the song yeah. is cool. Yeah. I think it has a really interesting production. Like it's like mm-hmm. these like weird whoops and and little like things in the back um, and then like the yeah. dr- like weird drums used mm-hmm. to it. like it's, it's cool. yeah. yeah yeah um zico was nice on this as well i mean this was when he was mildly irrelevant to k-poppies i mean mm. like i forgot when he popped but before he popped you know people weren't really checking for him as a producer mm-hmm. so his production style was kind of eccentric like this it kind of did have like these little interesting things even now you're like oh wow like he's gotten a lot better but mm-hmm. even then it was still like oh this is different what's that um i love luna singing during singing during um zico's rap part that mm. was nice it was just cute it just sounds more like more natural it didn't just sound like oh we have a feature on the album like, <laughs> I think yeah, I think it was great because sometimes the feature rap can sound very like half baked. Like they kind of yeah. were just like, oh, I'm just gonna write this verse like to this, and right. like they don't sound like they put a lot of effort in. But this one, like yeah. each verse is different. It like really mm-hmm. matches with what the girls are doing and the track, yeah. and so you can tell some thought was actually put into it. Right, um, not so just I like give me 10k. That. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sure, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, so. How did you rate the song? Because I will give it an eight. It's not my favorite on the album, but actually listening to it again uh, these past few times, I actually like it more than I remembered. So yeah, I'm going with an eight. Ah, okay. Interesting. I, I actually gave it a 7.5. Mm. The song was okay for me. It gave me a really nice, cool 80s vibe, um, but eh, it didn't do much for me, honestly. All right. Love you, Zico. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on to the eighth track on the album, it's which is Poppy. This one was done by Kenzie, London Noise, Sean, and Yiva Dimberg. And this is an electronic, sassy production about being that beat. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Do you like this one? <laughs> yes, I love this one. This one is like I was driving in my car and I was like. oh good that's safe (laughs) wait hang on don't 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 poppy and drive folks don't poppy and drive okay (laughs) yeah yeah this song is fun it's it's a little chaotic like there's a lot going on in it but it's kind of what you we want from fx is like kind of the weirdness right so yeah i'll take it I yeah. liked it. This was like B O S S C E O level of video game for the Four Walls album. Like this sounds like mm. a video game, but it was like this is the boss level right here, and we are the boss. Like mm. it was inspired by some Latinist and EDM um, tracks. So 
that's kind of why the poppy thing was in there, I think. But um, yeah, that word is not used the way you think it would be in this yeah. song. Yeah, yeah. Because when they say I kind of yeah. like it, I was like, okay, poppy. Yeah. But then you look, <laughs> but then you look at the lyrics, and it's like, I'm that one. I don't need you. Like I'm fine. This track was very unpredictable, though. Um, the second verse into the second chorus threw me off. Oh, because yeah. it didn't sound like a verse. I thought it was like a pre, no, a post yes. um, chorus thing. Yeah. But, um, you know, the song, there is a song that kind of follows that similar structure now. And it's Wiki Meki's Cool, where you listen to it um. and you're like, is this a, a post chorus? No, it's the second verse. So I kind of like yeah. it, but I never knew when this song was going to end. So that was kind of like my mm-hmm. like negative point. But do you like the yeah. um, song or no? I don't know. It's one of <laughs> like I think it's one of those where I like like parts of it and don't right. like other parts of it. Like I find the oh. chanty chorus. I can't tell if I if I find it fun or if I find it annoying. Oh, like I feel like it just depends on the mood I'm in, maybe. All right. Um, but I have to say, Amber's rap is actually very good in this song. Yeah. You know, she we were saying awkward. earlier it's sometimes <laughs> hit or miss, but her delivery is really good in this one. Oh, for sure, for sure. She's yeah. like, top 10 honey's trying to phone me. And I was like, where the honey's Yay. at? <laughs> Very confident. I like this. I always yeah. ask, where the honey's at? Where the honey's at? So this song was for me. And um, <laughs> I like the chorus. It's very like rave bay, like, you know, papi, la da, you uh-huh. know? Like, so it has that kind of energy. And uh-huh. um, in the bridge, there's a guitar that kind of shreds through. It is like, I can't, I can't describe the sound right now in my mind, but it just goes, Ow. And they keep kind of going through the poppy, you know. And I'm like, mm. oh yeah. But again, I'm in love with the poppy stuff. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I I'll give this one a 7.5. Because okay. I'm just like confused by it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> how, how you? to feel. <laughs> um, actually, I gave the song an 8.5. The um poppy thing I didn't like. So <laughs> <laughs> up next is the last EDM track on the album. Number nine's Cash Me Out. Mm-hmm. It's written by Kenzie and Mark Pelzer from the band Magic, who's known for the song Rude, and some other songwriter. But uh, this song is a trendy, exhilarating song about love being more than the riches of the world. Mm-hmm. So yeah, what are your thoughts? <laughs> yeah, well, interesting fact about this one is mm-hmm. back in 2013, when FX went to the U.S. for South By, um, wow. They did rehearse a routine to this song with Sully, um, and it, I guess it was going to be a single, and it just never happened. Yeah, I think. But yeah, this one's fun. Like it has a good buildup, and and yeah. I don't know, it has some fun, weird synths and stuff in it. What do you think? Um, I like this song, but it's just. It's a little disappointing because in typical SM fashion, mm-hmm. you know, treating FX like the middle child, giving them hand-me-downs, this song is a cover of Zara Larson's song uh, of the same name. You know, like they did it with Hot Summer. Uh, there was a group called Monroe's that did Hot Summer first. They gave it to FX. Here you go. Even Pinocchio, the danger mm-hmm. song, yeah. was done by someone else. And it's like, of course, they're great songs when FX did it, but you don't have to keep recycling tracks and then giving it to these girls. Like they're, they're talented enough to carry it, but it's just a little like, Oh, come on. Come my on. thing well, my thing with cover <laughs> versions is if you're going to do a better version than the mm-hmm. original or at least something different with it, then yeah. I'm, then I'm okay with it. So in the, in sure. most of these cases, I love FX's version of these songs. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm okay with it. Um, right, I can see right. why, I can see why you don't 
love that but yeah Right. It just it just came up to be like a little bit of an issue, like oh my god, they copied, they copied, but it's not it's not really fair to them, you know. It just yeah. kind of like sullied their, for lack of a better word, it kind of just like ruined their like like oh it's a good song, but mm-hmm. that's not I fair, see. you yeah, know. Yeah. yeah, but I did like the song. Like it gave me like straight up festival EDC vibes, and it's a more fun version, like more brighter version than Catch Me If You Can by oh, SNSD. Yes. So I liked it. I yeah, like I do have to say the only thing Luna gets very shrill in that pre-chorus. That is a high uh-huh. note they're getting her to belt. Oh no! Da, da. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, yeah, oh, yeah, too high, little shrill. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, I think the the big switch up for Amber's bridge is kind of unexpected and fun. All that dubstep thing. It's, yeah, you know, newest, newest, newest. <laughs> they're quaking in their boots. Yes. Oh yeah. When are they get they they should bring back a another EDM breakdown or a dubstep breakdown for their that next single. That should be in the same key of the song, please. <laughs> Freaking ridiculous! How they get away with that? I'll never know. Oh god. Oh man. All right. Well, what do you rate this one? I'll give it an eight. Uh, I was going to give it a little bit higher, but that dubstep, I can't. And then the yeah, it's a ten. Yeah, I'll give it an eight. Also, it's fine. It's yeah. yeah. The last song, the big finisher of this album, is When I'm Alone. <laughs> this song was composed by Carly Rae Jimson, Bonnie McKee, and a bunch of other people that don't really matter. Because this song is about an ethereal 80s midnight fantasy. With yourself. With yourself. but yes this song is very it was a little unexpected because when i hear when i'm alone um i was thinking like oh wow this is like a ballad for them like you know it sounds really emotional but um (laughs) sentimental (laughs) yeah really sentimental but chris found out some very interesting information care to share yeah so carly ray jepson had written the song originally for herself um and she was laughing about it in some interview because it's actually about masturbation. <laughs> and she was laughing that it was sold to like an Asian girl group. And she was like, well, they know what this is about. Um, so so yeah. I'm, they probably do know what it's about. For sure. I mean, there is literally <laughs> a lyric that says, the wind touches my lips. <laughs> Which one, sis? Which one? <laughs> the window being open for the lover. <laughs> all right anyway it's a very nice finish to the album Mm -hmm. i like the song it's very carly yes yes i mean it was supposed to be on the emotion album so that Mm -hmm. would explain like the the 80s-esque sound um Mm. but it it just it it was a great finish without sounding like the ending track like you know how some k-pop songs you know oh y'all put this on here because y'all want to sing this at the last the last Mm -hmm. song at the concert you know Mm -hmm. like this one was really like, oh, sweet. Mm-hmm. sweet. Yeah, the melody is great. The melody of the chorus is really good. I do find it interesting because there is, there is some kind of like an element of like darkness, haunting yes. to it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's really interesting. Yeah, I, now we I know what it's about, though. I guess mm. <laughs> that would explain it. But no, the the others are... Yeah, I was like, oh, I like these notes here. They're they're not typical. They're just like, I can't think of like what it is in music right now. But 
not a dissonant note, but it's just like, I'm like, oh, yes. Like the drums before the chorus are very like, um, I can feel it coming in the air tonight. Like, (laughs) you can feel what coming in the air tonight? All right. (laughs) Come on now. (laughs) Anyway, all right. I give this one a nine. How about you? Heck yes. Gave it a 10, actually. (laughs) Yeah, I love it. I love this song. Now we are at the cut it or keep it part of our review. <laughs> so yes. what do you t- <laughs> what do you choose to cut? Oh, okay. I actually love this album as a whole. Um mm-hmm. but I'm gonna have to cut uh, okay, I think I have to cut X. Oh <laughs> yeah. Really? I actually like X, but I think uh-huh. I think out of everything, listening to the album a few times uh, these past few days, mm. I think that's the one that I could do without, and it doesn't yeah. take that much away from the project as a whole. Yeah. Ah, uh, it, it is the weaker one. I see what you mean. Hmm. Yeah. How about you? Hmm. Honestly, I see what you're saying, but uh, if I had to cut something, I think it would be Traveler. I feel like it was just kind of, it was cute because it was Zico and everything like that, but yeah. even watching it performed, it was like, mm, meh. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. All right. So what do you what do you keep? Um all of it can stay. All of it can stay. Uh <laughs> but um a song that really grew on me, um, like just for the whole soundscape of the album and even mm-hmm. comparing their older um album tracks, I think um When I'm Alone uh was really good. So I think it was one of those songs where I'm just like, wow, I wasn't expecting this from them. So I would definitely keep When I'm Alone. I think it deserves some place in their catalog. What about you? Okay. I mean, it has to be Four Walls. Like, Ah, it's still (laughs) one of my favorite K-pop songs of all time. Like, I'm not bored of it. And I have, I'm very sure I've listened to it thousands of times at this point. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, this, it will remain one of my favorite songs ever, I think. Yeah, without a doubt, that's staying on the album. (laughs) I have to do Four Walls, always. For sure, for sure. (laughs) All right, so what are your overall thoughts of the album? Uh, my overall thoughts was that this was good. Um, I mean, it was a great, great... Uh, I don't think they were anticipating it being the last album of theirs, but um, for it to be their last album together. Mm-hmm. Um, not a bad job. I'm proud of them for being able to do this and kind of stay on brand with their sound, but also... Uh, develop a more mature sound so i'm happy for them but it's a little unfortunate that their career ended the way it did yeah but yeah if this is the last album we get from them i'm fine with that it's really really good like Mm -hmm. it's very cohesive and it's so authentic to their brand and the Mm -hmm. sound that they had established throughout the years um and yeah all four of them sound so good again like and and all four of them sing together too like on top of each other with each other over each other um (laughs) (laughs) and that's what we want in a girl group you know and that seems Mm -hmm. to be lacking a lot in k-pop in general i think yes so what's your final ranking for the whole album i'll give this song uh this album sorry i'll give this album uh i think i'll give it a nine it's not the perfect album just because of certain like hit or miss songs i'm only like only like two, two. I didn't mm-hmm. like, but mostly one. But uh, <laughs> but compared to like the the pink tape and and red, red light. light, it's just ah, oh, 
it's mm, for this to be the last album it's like it came a little too late <laughs> but yeah what is your score yeah i'll match you i'll do a nine as well it is a great pop album yeah yeah yes, for sure no all right so them. what do you hope is <laughs> next for fx i know that they're not technically together like they are none of them are signed to sm entertainment who right. knows if they can even use the name at this point but what do you hope is next for the members Sheesh, you're right. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I know Luna is um, finished and she's doing her own little thing. So I'm expecting an album from her very soon. She is, without a doubt, my favorite member now. I mean, she's the most consistent mm. uh, vocally, danceability wise. She, I even watched her drama. Like, I really like her. <laughs> Crystal finally has been released from the dungeon. Yes. Um, she's I'm joined an acting drama. agency. Yeah, exactly. Dramas mm. for her. Mm-hmm. Um, Amber doing the same old. Victoria, she's already kind of been doing her own thing. I mean, when the girls got back together, it was just Luna, Crystal, and Amber. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, what about you? Yeah, I'm. I'm excited to hear what Luna does for mm-hmm. sure. Um, Amber, I'm not a huge fan of her solo material, but <laughs> I support her as a person. So, right. you know, right. I hope she keeps releasing stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I do hope they figure out a way to reunite at some point. Um, just feature with each other you don't have to even yeah i mean you know jessica mentioned that crystal may star you know in her netflix adaptation of her book so if they can get the other three to just cameo in there that'd be great that would be great but we got we'll talk about this (laughs) (laughs) this has been the album sea view of fx albums for walls how are you celebrating the fifth anniversary of this album Let us know your thoughts in the comments below. And don't forget to like and subscribe to get more reviews from us. (laughs) Until next time, that's Chris. That's Shan. And we are CCTV. (laughs) See you next time. Bye.